This week we're going to be talking about September 11th through the 17th. The new moon in Virgo is bringing about an opportunity for you to set your intentions, to cleanse your body, and organize your daily routine in order to find a more efficient flow to life. It is this flow which will support you in being of greater service to others. Mercury retrograde ends, but be mindful that the planet of the mind will still be stagnant from September 11th through the 19th, so continue to move forward with a measured pace, one that accounts for all of the details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. What is up, Ingrid? Oh my gosh, it's been it's been a morning. Yeah. <laughs> or where I guess the last few days culminated into this morning. Yeah. Um before I even start on a rant of life, do you want to give us a little overview of last week and then Yeah. So, you know, last week we were, you know, last week was the week we were talking about, it, it's kind of, it was kind of a, a muddy week. You know, every planet that we were looking at, except for the moon in Cancer, every other planet was in an Earth sign. So last week, I don't know, I'm curious to, to know how people felt. In terms of the astrology, just looked like a week that was about grounding in and restructuring and really sort of digging into your reality. Uh, but also, you know, being nurturing and kind and caring with the moon and cancer. So, but it was all Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo, achievement values organization functionality oh yes efficiency i mean i guess thinking back to last week i was going around trying to shop the book to places making little Mm -hmm. spreadsheets you know sending out emails kind of thinking about my future Mm -hmm. and what i want my future to look like and how i can maybe let go of some insecurities and Mm -hmm. you really put myself out there I made a LinkedIn, which I, I think I need to redo, possibly doing more audio editing or video editing for podcasts, making little social media, whatever, banners and maybe that kind of stuff, some production stuff. And, you know, thinking about what my day to day, what I would like my day to day to actually look like. That's what Virgo, that's what, you know, Virgo season is all about. It's about your day to day. It's what do you do from the moment you wake up? To the moment you go to sleep, 
What are you putting into your body? What are you putting into your mind? What are you putting into your body and how is it affecting your mind? What are you putting into your mind and how is it affecting your body? It's about eliminating areas of your life, whether it be through diet or any sort of maybe bad habits that you've picked up over time that like, I do this every day. Do I really need to, to, to do this? You know, it's like we were talking the, uh, you know, we've talked the last couple of weeks about this woman, Mary, who, uh, uh, Gabrielle and I talked to the, yeah. So, you know, she's like a medical intuitive and, and talking about cleansing and, and it's, you know, with the amount of like work that you have to do to like prepare foods, it takes up a lot of time. And Gabriella was like, well, who has the time for this? And, and I started thinking about it though. And I was like, okay, so let's say you sleep eight hours in a 24 hour period, you sleep, sleep eight. Mm-hmm. So that means that there's, let's say 16 waking hours. If you're supposed to, like in a normal work week, you work eight hours. That means that you sleep eight hours, you work eight hours during a 24-hour period. And that means you have another eight hours to do whatever it is you need to do. Oh my God, I'm feeling so underutilized right now, eight hours. And you know what what the thing is though? Because I'm like, if you don't have eight hours to cook food, and you know why we don't? Because like, if you go back before the TV, like people weren't entertaining themselves for hours upon hours. Exactly. There's a board game. Maybe you, yeah, a board game or you, someone tells a story or you pick up an instrument and you have like a sing along, you you know, at your house, you read. Yeah, exactly. But you're not doing that for eight hours. When you think about today in today's world, like, it's no thought to just sit down and binge watch a show for eight hours or play a video game for eight hours. That's, that's without a thought. Yeah. And I'm like, you could easily do that for three or four hours and it wouldn't even be like a binge. It's like, Oh, three hours of entertainment for the day. And then it's like, okay, well now you only have five hours and then you have to, you know, one or two of those hours maybe is commuting to work. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, going to the grocery store and back is one of the hours. And then, you know, you made like a phone call or something or had a doctor's appointment. Now you only have two hours left. And it's like, if you, if you're not efficient with those last two hours, you're not going to have time to cook. Totally. Totally. So this is all about finding the efficiency, like literally what, like, like track your time. Like, what are you doing from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep? I mean, in my past, I have made time it was so important to me to cook all of my meals. It was never a question of time. I did it every time. It wasn't a question. It was just part of my day and I didn't have to make time for it. But this is, I mean, 20 years ago, maybe 15, 20 years ago, I'm like, there wasn't, I mean, we had cell phones, but we didn't use them for entertainment. Mm -hmm. They were for phone calls. There were no apps. There was GPS and there was texting and calling like, and like maybe some shitty ass pictures. There wasn't anything interesting on there. And I never had an issue with cooking for myself. And then I had a partner for years and I always made time. I, we cooked all of our meals until pretty recently. I think the issue for me is finding the motivation and focusing on like the values. Cause I'll fill my time with other things and excuses and then be not feeling good. And I mean, the truth is I do have the time. Like we all have the time. It's just how we utilize our time. Are we being efficient? Are we being mindful? 
about where we spend it because so you can instagram you, is like yeah. that will suck that like i'm like i don't really have an issue with alcohol anymore or weed or like any anything in my life the thing that takes sucks the most amount of time is my phone and it's like embarrassing. Phone, I'm like, it's phone. almost like healthier to have an alcohol addiction because you're probably actually being social and interacting with human <laughs> beings. It's just yeah. like, what's going on right now? Like this being able, I was really trying to think like, do I just like delete this app? Like I like using it for connecting. There is uses like I don't binge YouTube. I go and I respond to comments and I like write, reading what people are saying. Like sometimes I'll watch something on there, but it's very kind of few and far between. Mm-hmm. And I love that social aspect, but I'm like, I need to do something different because yeah, yeah I want to have time to cook. I want to cook all my mm-hmm. meals. Like it's nice to go out to eat, but I make good shit here. And even just like, it makes me feel more motivated to cook for my friends mm-hmm. and like community stuff. So, you know, finding the motivation, even for myself, like when I make food and bring it to work, my whole day is better mm-hmm. when I get to eat a home cooked meal. Yes. Well, you keep bringing up time and it makes me think about last week we talked about Pluto in a couple of a couple of the days on Saturn. Pluto, no, well Pluto because Pluto is transiting through Capricorn and Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Saturn is the god of wealth and time. Pluto transiting through Capricorn in a sense is challenge challenging us to be the masters of our time. It's there's even like podcasts. It's like the 15 minute Jim quick. I think he does 15 minute podcasts and his stuff is like all about these little hacks, like these super simple, like things you can incorporate. But I think all of his stuff is like being efficient with your time or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it is, it's like, we all have the same, I mean, within reason, we all have kind of like a similar resources or similar days, you know, how many hours we work, how many hours we like, it takes us mostly the same amount of time to do the things. It's like, Mm -hmm. are we, have we been taught? Probably not. So we have to teach ourselves like all the tips and tricks on how to live efficiently so we can eat. (laughs) And I think that's just the big, big theme from now all the way through to January 20th when Pluto transits into Aquarius is how can you become the master of your time? I like that. I really like that. What are you doing to become the master of your time? What do you need to transform in your life to become the master of your time? So my uh, issue that I was having this morning, I think comes from uh is coming from not being efficient and procrastinating and putting things off. Like mm-hmm. I had this hit and run, someone hit my car while it was parked. They drove off. I got an estimate. I had, I have not gotten a fix. They send you a mm-hmm. check and it's like, okay, well I'll get it fixed when I have time. And I haven't had time to go get the rental car, then pay for a rental. Just all the stuff just felt like, okay, I don't really have the energy and time to set aside for it. And then this little crack in my tire has now started leaking. And then, so it was the last couple of days of it leaking and putting the air and leaking and the putting the air. Cause I didn't want to make the time to fix uh, it. Yeah. And then I get to work in the middle of the night in a shitty area of LA. And then it's flat in the middle of the night. So then I have to drive on my flat tire to the gas station in this shit area because mm. I was not, because I was putting it off saying I didn't have time. 
Yep. Then I had then one of the girls at work brought me a little generator. And so then the next day I forgot that even happened because I was so tired. And then I had to do the same thing all over again. I was like, oh my God, this is nuts. So this morning I had to do the same thing again because it's it was late at night. And so I just went and got my tire done and I was like, oh my God, this is, I was on the phone with the insurance being like, well, is it going to cover it? Cause you're supposed to like certain things, they have to take your car apart to see. So it's all about priorities. It's all about priorities. And it was a lesson. It was a lesson to be like, you, you're going to have to put in the time regardless. The time's not going anywhere. You're still going to mm -hmm. have to take your car in. It's still yes. going to cost the same amount of money, but now the procrastination has wasted more time by going back and forth to the gas station and getting air and stressing out and having and a panic. And you know this, Ingrid, this is like we're in the middle of Mercury retrograde. So of course, like issues with travel and commutes, this is, <laughs> this is like when you need to be making sure that your car is like Working. during Mercury retrograde, you have to make sure that your car is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah. You don't want to put things off with regards to your car until during the retrograde. That's where the priorities priorities. Yeah. I even like the, I called the insurance to ask some questions and the super sweet lady was like, you know, kind of called me out and she was like, she's like, I don't mean to make it worse, but you just got to get things fixed right away. She's like, put it on your credit card. Cause it's going to be the same amount of money now or later. Mm -hmm. And now you're causing yourself a big ass headache. Like it's yeah. stressful. Like it is <clears throat> stressful, but you know, prioritizing your time. Cause now I've wasted, I was on the phone for an hour today. Totally. So totally. yeah. Well, the energy starts to shift this week. Um, Before we get into the week. Yeah. Do, yeah. Um, if you're a new listener, the best way to follow along with the podcast is to go buy our book, The Basics of Astrology. It's in the show notes. It's on Amazon. We have a paperback version. We have an ebook. It's just a glossary of all the terms that we talk about here, the astrological language that we use. If you're watching us on YouTube or on Spotify, the images come across the screen and you can also follow along at theweeklytransit.com. If you go to the forecast, there's an overview of what we talk about each day of the week, the visuals that we look at, as well as journal prompts that Scott asks me on here. Hmm. And, and if you'd like to support the podcast, if you go to the show notes, there's a support link. You can donate $1, $5, or $10. If we're helping you navigate <laughs> life more gracefully, uh, yeah, send us a little treat. It would be greatly appreciated. You can send us a super thanks on YouTube. I think it's $2 or $5. I don't know how that works yet, but we've been working on monetizing our YouTube channel. I think we're four subscribers away. No, we actually made it to a thousand. Oh, yay. Yeah, we're at a thousand now. Thank you, guys. Now. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Apparently that means we can get like commercial spots now. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working at setting that up. Well, thank you everyone who subscribed to the YouTube channel and mm -hmm. yeah, send us some treats. We appreciate you. Or if you don't have money or you want to support in other ways, you can buy the book. You can write us a review. You can share us with your friends. So I want to thank our sponsors uh, for the podcast from, from Spotify, the people that are, sponsoring and as ingrid said you can go to spotify and 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 support us with you know a, a monthly donation of a dollar five dollars or ten dollars but i want to thank nicole brenna 
Kendra, Jasmine, Janelle, Vincent and Michelle, Clarissa, Aline, Cassie, Merdinas, Brooke, Ricky, Amaranth, Annie, Deborah, Haley, and Carrie. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. It allows us to spend more time doing what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. Yes. Yes. So I wanted to also mention a couple announcements. Like I talked about uh, this book uh, that I edited. Uh, do, I'm the astrological. I'm the astrological editor of Virgo, uh, the Twelve Pointed Star Saga. This is book one. It's a 12, 12 book series by T. E. Tran. Uh, I'm just bringing it up because like it blows my mind here. This is like number two. No way. In teen and adult, uh, young adult, apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic ebooks. Number two, number four, teen and young adult visionary and metaphysical fiction ebooks, and then number eleven in teen and young adult myth and legend ebooks. I mean, that's amazing. So, uh, if you haven't already purchased this book, or you can download it for free if you're a part of Kindle Unlimited. Uh, do so. I mean, I, I'm wondering if like, is it because people are listening to this show, like everybody went out and downloaded this book or it's just going viral on Amazon That's for some so reason. Cool. So, but I'm really excited for TE Tran. Yes. I'm going to download it. It's a fun it. read. It's Yay. a fun read. I was so. waiting because it was like a pre-order for a minute. Now it's yes, it's out. It's live. It's live. It's yeah, live. They consulted Scott for editing, making sure all of the yeah. characters and the signs made sense in the book. Yes. Yes, exactly. There's a, a lot of deal. talk of astrology and the, the author T.E. Tran, she uh, is not an astrologer, but you know, she's into astrology. And so she hired me on to do, to make sure that it made sense in terms of the astrology. So I've read through three books so far and I'm waiting for her to send me more. So I'm, I've read three of the 12. So I'm very excited for her. And also the moon cycle classes are coming up this week because this week we're talking about the new moon in Virgo. This is the week of September 11th through the 17th. But before we get to the new moon in Virgo, we've got this alignment here with the moon, the planet of emotions conjunct Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships together in the fixed fire sign symbolized by the lion Leo. So this is kind of like a new moon in a sense, because it's a new cycle for the moon crossing Venus. You know, when a new moon happens, it's the moon conjunct the sun, but this is the moon conjunct Venus. So we're, we've got a fire sign this week. Last week was all earth and water. This week we've got a fire sign. This is about opening your heart, connecting to your emotions in your close personal relationships. Venus is now direct. So the last couple times the moon has, has done this sort of new cycle with Venus. Venus was retrograde. So hopefully everything that you've experienced through this Venus retrograde has taught you a lot about yourself and a lot about who you are as a partner so that you can truly be bold in the expression of your love. I will tell you, I had some very bold moments 
in my relationships with the expression of my heart, you know? So it's, it's been challenge, uh, but it's so rewarding when you, when you roar like the lion and let those, (laughs) can you tell us more? What does that mean? I can't get too detailed into it, but you know, uh, but it's all positive. And, you know, it just, it just, things got to a point where I had to lay things down the way that I felt about certain things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was yeah, opening, sure. opening yeah, and being exposed to like totally. rejection or like someone's not open to what you're putting out there or any exactly. sort of change you want to make. Exactly. It's scary. And so it's yes. all about that courage. Exactly. That rejection, you know, that fear that, well, this is how I really fear it, feel about things. But if I say these things then my partner's not going to want to be with me anymore, yeah. they're going to leave me, you know? So you kind of have to get to that point where you're just like, okay, well, if that's what happens, that's what happens. But yeah. I have to be heard. I have to, what, what I'm feeling has to be felt yeah. by the ones that I love the most. And then when we when we do that, it's either the people that are not in alignment will fall away or if they are open to it, then it's like our heart opens, then it ho- opens even more for being e- accepted and for being for compromising or whatever the situation might entail, where they're willing to listen to what you have to yes. say and not reject you and figure yes. out a way to make things work or make things change. Like, But we're never going to get what we want if we don't put what we want out there. Then we're just going to be closing our heart forever like we start hiding. The best feeling is opening your heart saying everything that you need to say that has been weighing heavily on your heart and then have your partner say i'm with you okay you know i mean there's nothing better than that it's true this is how you build this is how you build strength resiliency yes Mm -hmm. Strength. And the more you it's it it's always going to be uncomfortable, but the more that you do it just like it's literally just like working out. It's like, okay, if you work out once a year and you go to like a rafting there or a marathon, you're going to be crushed. It's going to be so hard. You're going to be dying. But oh, what? If you're work- a, ra- a rafting? I, I don't I don't know where that came from. I have no idea. I've never been rafting in my life. A rafting fair <laughs> or a marathon? A marathon, a marathon. <laughs> or a rafting fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys i've not had enough sleep i don't even know what that means um yeah a marathon i'm just losing it uh yeah just if i go work if you work out just once a year it's going to be so uncomfortable in those totally. moments but if it's like you're doing it once a week it's going to be so much easier when there's like a big thing to do or if you're doing it every day you don't even think about it it's hard every time i i go to the gym three times a week i go to work three days a week it's all very physical it's always hard. You're always sweating. You're almost always sore, but it's never going to be like the beginning. You're like, oh, I'm more resilient. So I can take more now. I can go to an extra dance class. I can go to work and I can go to strength training in the same day. Like I am able to do more. Uh, yes. If I was only doing it once in a while at the beginning, I'd be like, oh, I can't even go to work after this. There's no way I can't mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. But so it's like the more you open your heart, it's like, oh, it's so hard and it's so scary. But it's like you're doing it all the time. You're like, it's going to be uncomfy. It's going to be fine. I'm going to recover. Mm-hmm. The recovery time is also going to be shorter and shorter. You're not going to be crushed for weeks and months if something doesn't go the way you want it. Someone doesn't receive it right. You're going to be like, okay, well, not everybody is going to accept me and that's okay. You're going to keep a, opening yes. it and keep opening it. And then you're able to just 
get what you want more because you're being your true authentic self yes it is a workout for your heart i work out for your heart yes okay moving on to tuesday september 12th the moon again in leo now squares off with uranus the primordial sky god symbolized or primordial sky god the planet of revolution rebellion innovation independence and the unexpected in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull taurus so Uranus squaring off with the moon. This is that shock to your heart. Yeah. You know, I think of that Bon Jovi song. Shock to the heart. <laughs> and you're to something. You yeah. give love a bad name. Okay, so this is. <laughs> you said, okay. Okay. <laughs> Back on track. So, you know, it's a shock to the heart. Because what's happening is you're opening your heart here and you're saying, this is what I want. This is what I demand. And then your physical reality says, uh, no, that's not possible. We don't like that. So, we don't like change. It's scary and uncomfy. Well, there and there could be like some changes that are happening to awaken your heart. Mm. That maybe the changes that are happening are uncomfortable and mm. it's not the changes that you want to happen but it's the changes that are happening to you. It could be either way, Yeah. but something is happening that is stimulating your heart to wake it up, to say, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I can give in return. Well, maybe These are like my values. yesterday's alignment was like more your partner and your partner was like, oh, this is what I need. And then now today you're like, oh, fuck. I gotta just, we gotta change all these things. You're like responding to the person who is saying I need something different or like exactly. opening their heart. So like, we're all feeling all of these things at the same time. So we yes. never know who's going to be on like the giving the and receiving, receiving in or the giving it. Yes, yeah. Exactly. So it helps yeah. you. I mean, just the alignments help you to be more compassionate. So understanding if someone's putting themselves out there to open your heart, open their heart to you, mm-hmm. be compassionate. You can still like you know, say no to whatever the thing is, but be compassionate and understanding that it is very difficult to open your heart. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, moving on to... Oh boy. Wednesday. Each day just seems like a little more uncomfy. Yeah, this is this looks uncomfy to you? It does, I mean... When, Wednesday, September 13th, it's the moon, transits into Virgo, the mutable earth sign symbolized by the virgin and the moon is conjunct mercury retrograde the messenger of the gods guide of souls to the underworld the planet of consciousness communication coordination and the planetary ruler of virgo the same degree as the moon eight degrees in virgo this is where mercury's retrograde transit will end Mercury, by the way, is at eight degrees from September 11th to September 19th. So it's an extended period at this degree where the where Mercury retrograde is ending, but it's connecting the emotions to the mind. The emotions to the mind. I mean, I think it's just... What you're feeling, what you're thinking. Well, you're like picking it apart, whatever's been happening the last couple of days. You're just like, you're mm. really aware of it and just like the cleaning house thing from the last couple of weeks, like clearing, clearing shit out that doesn't work. Like, I mean, I guess it is a good thing, but just sitting with it and like doing the work of deciding what's working, what's not working is Mm -hmm. can be very confronting. And you can, I guess just being again, compassionate that, you know, sometimes it takes some sort of upset over the last few days to be like, okay, 
this is what we need to do to move forward. Here's the list of things that we need to clear out so we can collect ourselves and move forward. Yeah. It's about elimination. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we opened our hearts on Monday, Tuesday, and then we've collected everything that we need to eliminate. We realize these are the areas that are not working. So we need to, sh- we need to remove these areas from our life so that it can be more streamlined. I mean, I guess it is a good, it is a good thing. It's a good thing. Yes. I mean, I I can see why you would say that it, it looks harsh because it's that Virgo energy. And when it's the work. moon is in critical, it's work. It's very analytical, very critical. Yeah. And so, yeah, you just want to take it easy on yourself emotionally. Take it easy on the people that you share your emotions with as well. Uh, try not to be so hard on each other. I like uh, that. Yes, yes. I also had another announcement that I forgot, just like kind of an interlude here. I forgot to mention earlier, but um, maybe you've been you've seen on our YouTube channel. I started posting uh, other videos. Uh, I'm doing like the sports and astrology segment with uh, Samantha Dotton who is a a listener of our show and a client and a friend. And she came to me uh, wanting to, to do sports and astrology. Oh my gosh, this is right up your alley, dude. (laughs) That's cool. I mean, I have nothing to contribute to this, but like, I feel like this is just something that couldn't be more perfect. Like even you always have like such a great sports reference Mm. and that's so fun to be able to, and it's also part of like pop culture, which you also are very keen on. Exactly. That's so great. if you're listening and you have a partner, a boyfriend, a lover, a husband who doesn't care about astrology, but is interested in sports, and maybe you don't really care about sports, but you love astrology, this might be the bridge that I love brings you together where you can watch, you know, Sam and I talk about sports and astrology and you can learn about sports and your significant other can learn about astrology. So I'm basically just like going over charts and this is some fresh shit right here. <laughs> but that's what we're doing. Astrology and sports, like a weekly transit segment of astrology and sports. Yay! I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you, Ingrid. Appreciate your support. Okay. Moving on to Thursday, September 14th. This is the new moon in Virgo. And of course, course if you want to learn how the next lunar cycle will be affecting you directly then i encourage you to go to the weeklytransit.com and enroll in the moon cycle classes where we will be discussing uh, the next lunar cycle after this one uh, which will be the new moon in libra and the full moon in taurus but this is the new moon in virgo and so it's the new lunar cycle I Beginning love here in Virgo at 21 degrees. This is this is a new beginning. And when you think of like the heart opening and creating that efficiency and eliminating things from your daily life that are that are creating that clunkiness and, and impeding your flow, you know, this is an opportunity for you to set your intentions to cleanse your body and organize your daily routine in order to find a more efficient flow in life. And it is this flow which will support 
you in being of greater service to others because Virgo is the virgin and the virgin is Mother Teresa. You know, somebody, she wasn't a hot mess. She was very <laughs> organized and efficient. And that's why she was able to be of service to the people of Calcutta. You know, she wasn't sitting back on her IG all day uh, doing selfies. She was about being of surface. God, are you calling me out right now? <laughs> no, because you don't even do this. You don't do the no. selfies. You're just yeah. on the IG. You're just, yeah. you're observing other people. Mm -hmm. So you're creeping in. So you know, I, I really like this moon, this new moon, because I feel like it sets you up. This is this is like setting us up. Well, we kind of talked about it last last yeah. week or maybe the week before. Yeah, about we did last week. The end of the end of the calendar year. And then, you know, thinking about the end of the astrological year, which isn't until March. But this, this is, is but this is also about t managing our time like what we were talking about mm -hmm. earlier like if we mm -hmm. plan now for the end of the year and we structure it and we make our lists when we get to the end of the calendar year the end of the astrological year we're gonna have all the things done that we wish we would have instead of having a regret we're like wow we finished the year strong we got all the things on the list done it's so easy to lose steam and i think yes. astrology is such a great way to have constant reminders a goal setting a check-in it's like people it doesn't even need to be about astrology if people don't like astrology it's like okay we're setting our goals once a month and then yeah, we're checking in exactly who's not going to be successful from that a mm -hmm. focused intention setting i think it's like it's just brilliant i think it's just the flow of it is it's perfect yes so think about the make your list now's the time to make your list of, of what what are the things on your list that you want to cross off by the end of the year? You I know, just, in the next 30 days. I just literally, like, I've been making lists again. I feel like I go through phases and I was, you know, reminded of the organization of Virgo season. And I just saved something on Instagram. Don't get mad at me. On Instagram of how someone else makes their lists and categorizes them in levels of importance and different areas of their life and i was like okay that's what i want to do because sometimes it gets all jumbled together i'm like okay this is my house list this is my personal list like i want to come see you we're going to do lunch i want to go meet this you know maintain this friendship that like i met someone i'm like oh i want to make that connection and if it's like if it's not on my list it's not going to happen yeah, so yeah, exactly. maintaining my home my car my friendships like all the different areas and and level of importance like my car top of the mm -hmm, list mm -hmm. you know maybe meeting for coffee with a friend you know maybe somewhere on the bottom of the list just remembering to schedule those things but i just thought that was a really fun and like extra efficient way of looking at life just to break everything down into smaller parts yes yes that's it breaking into those smaller parts so that it's more manageable it's digestible you know, like your Virgo rules the intestines. The intestines are digesting the food, right? So we want to make life manageable through this period so that moving in the months ahead, things are happening in a way that you want them to happen. You had that example of one affecting the other earlier. What you're putting in your body other. is affecting your mind. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And yes, then yes, you yes. just said digestion. And it's like, okay, you can literally give yourself a, a stomach ache from having, yeah. yeah, from having a panic because you're running late. 
you're not the meeting, the something, you're missing something, you forgot something at home, like that can literally give you a stomach ache because you're not being organized. Mm-hmm. Or at least for me personally, it can definitely like yes. literally make me feel sick. Well, you're a cancer moon. So <laughs> totally. Yeah. Your stomach is a big thing. Yeah. So when Absolutely. I feel settled in my nervous system, I'm organized. It makes every, my whole being feels different. My mind is working better. My, like my, literally my digestion, everything in and out of my body is working more efficiently when mm-hmm. I am doing all the things that are on my list and being mindful about how I spend my time. Yes. Yes. Being mindful. That's what this is about. The new moon in Virgo. And then moving on to Friday, September 15th, we've got the sun again in Virgo, now forming that positive trine with Uranus in Taurus. And then Mercury all by itself, because today Mercury retrograde is over. Hooray! Like I said, (laughs) Mercury Mercury is stuck in the sky from September 11th to the 19th. So it's not moving. So yes, we can celebrate it's over, but it's not over because it's still rolling through uh, or not rolling through at all. It's still stagnant. So we just want to temper the way that we're moving forward. And that's good because as we're making these adjustments and these shifts and we're writing things down on our list and breaking things down and figuring out how to get from point A to point B, you know, I love this alignment here with the sun in Virgo aligning with Uranus because that's that same point that was being squared on Tuesday by the moon. So it's like Tuesday, things kind of got jumbled up or broken up in a way in order to wake up our heart. And now on Friday, we're finding the efficiency in our life to create the structure within our reality so that our heart's desire is realized in reality. It's like now you are making the change and that feels exciting. You're like, oh, actually I have an idea. I know what to do. I am recognizing it in my conscious mind, that mercury energy in your mind being like, oh, I'm aware and I can do something about it. I'm going to make the change that's going to affect my life in a material way. And that's exciting. That feels great to find a solution to your problem. Yes. It's like today the idea is coming to fruition. Also, you know, just remember, so Mercury is in its retrograde shadow until September 29th. Okay. So by the time we get to the end of this month, things will start be flowing again, but you need this time to sort of catch up, get organized because once we get to October, November, December, and especially January, things are going to be moving really quickly. All these planets that are retrograde right now are not going to be retrograde in January. So So we got to learn our lessons. You don't want to miss the bus. You know what I mean? Like the, the ship is taking off in January. So what are you working on right now that is going to support you to take off and fly in January. These are the steps. So don't get anxious about, oh, when's Mercury retrograding me over? Okay, it's over, but it's still stagnant. Take advantage of that slow. Yes. Slow down. Take advantage of your time right now. Again, time, such a theme. Saturday, September 16th, we're talking about Venus in Leo again now forms a square with Jupiter, the god of thunder, lord of justice, the planet of luck and expansion in Taurus. So Venus squaring Jupiter in Taurus. This is a familiar 
alignment because let's look back. Let's look back, Ingrid. So, so Venus is squaring Jupiter and Taurus from September 14th to the 18th. It kind of reaches its apex right now. But Venus, when Venus was retrograde and Jupiter was, was not retrograde, Jupiter was direct, they formed a square from August 20th to the 24th. And then before that, when Venus and Jupiter were both direct, they formed a square with each other, Venus and Leo, Jupiter and Taurus. That was at five degrees back on June 9th to the 12th. They were at 15 degrees where they are right now from August 20th to the 24th. Now they're back here again from the 14th to the 18th. This is expansion in relationships. And this is similar to what we were talking about earlier with opening your heart and stretching your reality. You know, Jupiter is really pushing our reality right now, transiting through Taurus. It's it's pressing our limitations forward in terms of how you're making money, what you're spending money on. If you're feeling strained financially in some way, it could be Jupiter, but this is about really discerning what it is you value and then connecting that to your relationships and what you truly want from your close personal relationships are the people that you're in relationship with that you're sharing your heart with do they honor reflect or respect your values if they don't then there may be some tension here because you're being pushed you're pushing them or maybe they're pushing you in some way are you like you were saying earlier or am i on the receiving end or am i the one that's giving the energy to someone else expansion in our material it can be scary it's like mm. it can be except like maybe leaning into like it can be uncomfortable but maybe leaning into the excitement part of it when things are changing it can feel weird and icky and like or maybe it's just maybe you think you're not going to succeed in your future or something there's like fear attached to it and maybe your partner is feeding into that fear in some way, or they're not believing in you. And so that's making you close your heart. Mm. Like they're putting their insecurities onto you. So I don't know, just maybe being mindful of are the people in your life being supportive of your future dreams that you have? Because mm. yeah, we need people who are outlook. cheering us on. We need more yes. cheerleaders because that's so yeah. important. Yes, exactly. Who's supporting you? Who's supporting you? Who's who's fueling the energy of your heart? Yeah. Yeah. And are you feeling the energy of their heart? Are you shining your light and sharing your warmth? Or what if, okay, I feel like this is kind of what I'm going through. Maybe like I have a yeah. fear of, I guess, being, reje being rejected in terms of like looking for jobs and like, my friend keeps like encouraging me. He's like, make a LinkedIn, do all these things. Like, you have so many skills, you will be successful. Like, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so scared to like apply for something like a new club, you know, any sort of creative job for like the podcast world or like production. And he's like, you have all the skills. Like, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal to be rejected. Like you're never, you're going to get a job eventually, but you're not applying for anything. Like believe mm -hmm. in yourself. Exactly. And him, he's calling me out for, you know, Good. being scared. Yes. Like, okay, you're right. Like I need to be my own cheerleader. I need to believe in myself. Like, I need to imagine my future. What do I want that to look like? What do I want? What do I want my day to look like? My life to yes. look like? 
yes. when I wake up, like what, what am I doing with my day and stop reacting and just, and you need to be acting when you, when you don't fill up your tire, you know, you don't get your tire fixed for <laughs> several days and you're God. constantly filling it up over and over again. You're just reacting. Mm-hmm, you're not true. acting you, no. you need to act you need to act i mean and think about jupiter you know jupiter is the planet of faith and it's testing the faith of your heart which is that leo energy and testing the faith that you have in your reality the faith that you have in your relationships that's what this alignment is this is something that is we've been feeling this to varying degrees all the way since june so june july august september this is the fourth month some real shifts happening here with relationships your future what's in your heart what do you desire moving on to sunday september 17th the moon has transited into libra the cardinal air sign symbolized by the scales opposing the North Node, the karmic pathway of the soul or soul's purpose in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the Ram, Leo. This is giving you the courage that you need in order to express yourself authentically, yet still gracefully in your close personal relationships and also giving you the courage to release any codependent tendencies or people-pleasing tendencies that are holding you back from truly being yourself. It's about North Node and Aries is pushing us to, to be ourselves, to be confident in who you are and what you bring and in having the courage to show up just as you are. The opposition to the moon is bringing that emotional sensitivity to relationships where the relationships are like, you're like, well, I'm worried about being myself in this relationship because if I act this way or that way, then this person is not going to like me. This person that I'm in relationship with, this is about releasing those tendencies and saying this, I'm going to be who I am. Not, I'm not going to rub it in someone's face, but I'm just going to be who I am. And either this person who I'm in relationship with is going to accept me and appreciate me and encourage me to be myself or they're not. And if not, then that's a codependent relationship where I am behaving a certain way because my relationship depends on me behaving a certain way that's inauthentic to myself in order to be in relationship with that person. I have a friend who is a dancer and she's dating someone he knows she's a dancer but he's there's been like a lot of pushback like oh how long do you want to be a dancer for like Mm. what if i pay your bills are you still going to want to dance well like you know she has all these business ideas well like just and i'm like i don't know like he seems really cool in a lot of ways but like him questioning the dancing and she does dance besides just stripping it's like she's a really good dancer like she could have a career in it like bigger than that and it just seems like he's jealous and he doesn't this is wanna... like the same old story that we've heard a thousand times where a guy wants to save a stripper and it's just like bitch are you gonna pay my bills and then have no strings attached absolutely yeah, not exactly most people don't want to be a dancer their whole life it's a very hard work but mm-hmm. i don't also want someone to pay my bills and then i owe them Yes, exactly. I owe them my life. Like, yeah. no, like I need to have my own sustainable income 
and I need to, you know, get to a point where other things are sustaining me, not just some other person. Exactly. And if you don't feel comfortable with that, it's like, it's just really hard to grasp. Like, I guess I'm not in the situation because there are so many girls that lie and don't tell people what they do be for fear of their relationship won't be able to withstand it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, that just feels like a really big part of your life to lie about. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're not out here doing these things for free. This person should feel lucky that they spend time with you for free when that's your career is like intimacy and like connection. And it's just very like people aren't there doing hair and nails for free. Yeah. Like we're all working. Like, yes. what do you think this is? I'm over here partying. I'm not like, yeah. I'm tired. My body hurts. I'm exhausted from connecting with yeah. people. Like I would right. prefer to be with, you know, a significant other chilling at home any day, but mm-hmm. anyways, the idea of but the, co- cost. The, yeah, the, the codependency of being like, Oh, I've actually never heard anyone say it in a way. It's like the relationship depends on you being a certain type of way. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you decide to do things in a new way, whatever has been happening this week, you have some things you need to put out there. And it's like, and maybe here's some sort of like an ultimatum where you're like, this is, this is my, this is my soul's purpose to be doing this type of thing. Are you along for the writer? Or are you not? Cause I mean, growing up, I never like, I was always very shy until maybe I was like 16. Cause I had a, started working mm-hmm. and I felt like that was my I got to just be a different version of myself and I wasn't like locked into this little box like oh Ingrid's really quiet and she doesn't talk that much like I was able to just reinvent myself and I felt like that Mm. was like really freeing to be like oh I could literally do that at any time it doesn't matter if people don't like this new version of myself or you know now I'm like now I'm dancing now I'm doing creative stuff whatever it is in your life that's like new and different and feels scary to share it's like well some people might not like it they might not care or they might hate it and be like not supportive like there's so many options so it is scary to put out a new version of yourself um but that's life Mm. (laughs) that's just life and we can't hold ourselves back and keep ourselves small to maintain the the comfort well you're moving forward and as you move forward through life there's only so many people that you can fit in your vehicle with you you know and you're in the car and somebody wants to go right and you want to go left then you know it's somebody's got to get out of the car yeah otherwise you're living somebody you're living someone else yeah exactly you become that's where resentment and that's where resentment and yeah exactly exactly awesome awesome thank you thank you you're welcome so much scott yeah of course and i'll see you i'll actually see you on saturday because we're gonna have lunch (laughs) yes exactly yes we are i'm like what day is it (laughs) when we canceled Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon, full moon class at theweeklytransit.com.